Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We're studying the book of Romans, specifically chapter 12. Therefore, man ruined his life with sin. God's remedy is Jesus Christ. Therefore, how can I spend the rest of my life thanking God for what he has done for me? We're looking at number six, the sixth way to say thank you for what God's done. I must understand the concept of, get this, godly transformation. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be transformed. As a child, I dreamed of being a cowboy, a pioneer explorer, and a professional baseball player, but never an English grammarian. Wrestling with dangling participles, verb tenses, and adverbial phrases was not my favorite sport. Now, I kind of wish I knew more. Therefore, when I need to borrow brains from Bible commentators like Hendrickson and Kistemacher from the New Testament commentary series, they, they always seem to be there for me and a big help. Number one, Paul uses the present tense, continue to let yourselves be transformed. Accordingly, this transformation must not be a matter of impulse, on again, off again. It must be continuous. Number two, the verb used is in the passive voice. Paul does not say transform yourselves, but let yourselves be transformed. Transformation is basically the progressive work of the Holy Spirit to sanctify us. Number three, nevertheless, the verb is in the imperative mood. Believers are not completely passive. Their responsibility is not canceled. They must allow the Spirit to do His work within their hearts and lives. Their duty is to cooperate to the fullest, okay? And then number four, so an understanding of the present tense, the passive voice, and the imperative mood gives us a solid hold on Paul's intent to both these young Romans and ourselves. When it comes to a renewed mind and a transformed life, we need to get serious about our daily submission to the Holy Spirit's work in our lives, knowing that God promises to do his part, transformation, are we willing to do our part? Be transformed. The word used for transform in the Greek is metamorpho, which of course reminds us of the science term metamorphosis. What is the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the words transformed or metamorphosis? I can't even say it. Well, for most today, it is either to be the transformation of the gross, ugly caterpillar into a beautiful butterfly or the Optimus Prime type transformer that can change itself from a robot to a tractor trailer truck in seconds, okay? Being transformed is becoming something completely different from what you are. Interesting, the root of this word is used only four times in our Bible, once here in Romans 12, once in 2 Corinthians 3, and twice in reference to Christ's transfiguration in Matthew 17 and Mark 9. When Christ was transfigured in the presence of Peter, James, and John, Matthew tells us that he was transfigured before them, and his face did shine as the sun. His raiment was white as the light. Right before these fishermen's eyes, Christ's earthly body was transformed to a heavenly body. His supernatural body glistened brightly and glowed like the blinding sun. It was a dramatic, visible change. Obviously, you don't walk around with a glowing halo over your head, but what visible change can others see in you since you yielded your life completely to Christ? You know, there's no pill you can take for this. The renewing of the mind will never be accomplished with five minutes of prayer drive through devos each morning. The renewal process is a minute-by-minute, 
hour by hour, day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year discipline. This must be our life practice. Who wants to who wants a stale, musty, out of date, worn out, tired, grumpy, grouchy old mind? Nobody. To renew is to make new again. The newness of a baby's mind with its innocence, purity, and intense desire to learn is something to envy. If we can somehow clean out the entertainment garbage, the selfish reasonings, and the worldly thought processes, we would be on our way to both a renewed mind and a transformed life. To remodel an old house, you need to get rid of the old and replace it with new. In your mind, you need to replace hate with what? Lust with what? Anger with what? Fear with what? Selfishness with what? Pride with what? Laziness with what? 2 Corinthians 4.16, Colossians 3.10 give two very important principles regarding the renewing process. One gives us a key to what kind of knowledge we need, and the other gives us a hint of how long this process takes. Colossians 3, and have put on the new man, which is renewed, get this, in knowledge after the image of him that created him. 2 Corinthians 4, for which cause we faint not. Though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is made new, renewed, different day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, works for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So, to remake, remodel, and make new the thoughts and attitudes of our selfish and immature minds, we need a consistent, step-by-step commitment to know more and more about our Creator, the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, Colossians teaches us that Jesus Christ is the visible icon of the invisible God. Every time you learn something new about God's character, it will impact the way you think and live. Something new that will transform your life. So how can I thank God for delivering me from my sin? I must consistently submit to God in every way as He, by His Spirit, transforms my life day by day. Hey, our time's up now for today, but remember it is a day the Lord made. Let's rejoice, let's be glad in it, and I hope that you have a good day.